Welcome along to the Make It Count podcast. It's good to have you here. My name is David. And I'm Matt. And we are on the journey to making it count. In the second week of 2023. Yeah, and over New Year's, we were encouraged to help a group of people some uh, for... A New Year's celebration. A New Year's celebration. Come up with some reflections <clears throat> on the year and some things maybe they're hoping for the year ahead and... I got a whiteboard out and I wrote a few things down on it. And I was I was really precise. I I thought I need to make this legible. Most people know that my handwriting isn't great. It was about getting it done. But this time I was like, I'm gonna make this really neat. I'm gonna pr- almost print it onto the board. Anyway, I got it out and it was obviously too small. <laughs> but it was really legible. It was me. About you know. I was sat right next it. to the whiteboard. It so was lovely. You, you were right. But and there were three things there, you know, reflect on the year behind, what have been some meaningful points, some high points, mm. some low points, what lessons learned. But the second part of it is kind of what we're talking about today. And it was this idea of writing a letter to your future self. And as we sort of gave people 15 or so minutes to go through these things and you could see the room there in front of us, just thinking and reflecting and wondering and going a little bit deeper in these moments. And mm. We mostly want to do but often it's a bit hard thinking and so unless someone kind of creates the opportunity for us to do it we often don't and so for me I enjoy this this is something I've done for a while so I enjoyed giving other people that that opportunity to do it and yeah um yeah where do we get this idea Matt for a letter to your future self well I believe the first time I was introduced to it probably yourself as well was when we joined, we were joining uh, the Logos Hope ship and we were signing up for two years. But before you actually get on board, because it's a boat and uh, a big well, a big ship, there's a whole load of training you've got to do before that just to get seaworthy and then also to get ready for what you're going to be doing uh, when you're when you're on that time. One of the activities they got us to do was this they you know set aside a, maybe half an hour i think it was longer than that was i it? remember it being like you've got the afternoon like wow. an hour 90 minutes <clears> at least <throat> to go away with this paper and write yourself a letter to the future you know one year in the future so you'll have been there for one year and they gave us some prompts some ideas as to get started what are some um hopes you have what what are you going to be doing what um how might you have grown? How might you have changed? It's a Christian organisation, so maybe there's a Bible verse or passage you want to put in there. Absolutely, yes. And that was that was it. You then sealed it up, put it, you know, put it in an envelope with your own name on it, and handed it back in. Handed it back. No sneaking. And then probably you... forgot about it for eleven months and twenty nine days. And we lived at a very intense time on the ship, so there's lots going on. Yeah, there's a. Well, it's a. A cauldron of activity constantly. There's 300 to 400 crew at any given time from 60 different countries. You've got thousands of people every day visiting the ship because of its bookshop and the events. And so it's just lots and lots going on. And, and then? And then? During we, the day or the week? Or the or a morning? Every So basically there were set certain points that they had built into the programme for your group that had joined... For days of reflection. And so I think three months in, they set aside a day for like a check-in, how's things going? And then there was maybe a year in. Yeah, a year. And then, and that was a day set aside. They did a bit of training, a little bit of reflection. And lo and behold, 
these envelopes came back out. Yeah. Here's your envelope, go and find a space to read it and, and reflect on how the year actually has panned out. And, and you said that like some people really did need that space. They needed to get away yeah. and, and read these moments because you don't expect <clears> it. When you write it, you're like, this is quite a fun idea, bit novel, bit unexpected. But then you open this letter from your one year younger self. Yeah. That moment where you had hope and you were, <laughs> you were dreaming and there was this land of opportunity and possibility in the future yeah. and now you're looking back and you have this moment and i just remember with our group there were always people that, that as they opened the letters they'd be crying yeah and, and sometimes it was joyful tears sometimes it wasn't um but it was a very emotive experience i remember thinking as i read mine my younger self was far wiser than i am <laughs> oh, i had that same thought <laughs> less less battle scarred (laughs) (laughs) reality had met with my high ideals i think and um yeah dashed a few of those uh, in in high hopes as to what i would be like and who you know how i would have made decisions and stuff so it's it's quite a a potentially profound experience to to read these hopes these dreams these reflections that you've had a year later and and see, hey, actually, some of this is good, or some of this isn't what I expected. Yeah. And it's quite a significant moment. And every group that I saw went through it. You you knew the day mm. because there was a a change in in their experience of that. Oh, it was a check in. It was a reflection. It was a a landmarker. And I think both of us have continued to do this in yes. some way or other since. Yeah, I don't typically do it on. I haven't actually done one on the new year for a while, but I do one on my birthday. Mm. as a you know how's the next year and then i have sent one or two a few further into the future so i haven't yet received them like five years or something yeah and so we need to on the ship it was definitely paper the ones we started to do was with the futureme.org something like that it's it's a a really easy to use website where you go along you write your letter it might even give you a few prompts and then you choose do i want to really receive it in three months Six months, a year, ten years. A specific date in specific the future. specific date, but obviously you need to make sure it's going to an email address that you plan to still be using yes. in that time. Yes. And so that's, from a technological point of view, it handles the logistics for you. You don't have to keep a shelf where you, uh, here's my future letters, but it does lose some of the tangible, almost magic of, here's a letter, a physical letter to myself that, mm. you know, um, so... So, yeah, we did this training, what training, but this reflection process for other people. We guided them through a few questions, did it on the 31st. On the 1st, we wake up, both of us have an email from our younger selves. Yeah. That was quite fun. I was, I'd forgotten I'd done it. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, ooh, wish I'd, this had come through yesterday. I could have read it through to everyone as an example. Yeah, it was quite funny. So what were your reflections on it? Well, well, actually, that was that was one of those funny ones where I had it was a very short one. It was just a couple of weeks into the future, just going, you know, a few small things. And then also I think I was trying to test something to Uh see whether from in the technical point of view, you could send one to other people as well as yourself Uh because it seemed to have that set. But I don't know if it did work. So. So it wasn't that I profound. I didn't get one from It you. wasn't that profound. Ah, whereas I'd done what mine, I'd written it on the 5th of January the year before. So it's almost exactly a year. Mm. And I talked about some of what we'd just been doing for the previous New Year's, some of my dreams and hopes, and some of, I'd talked about 
you know, married life and being married. And that was before I'd even proposed. Well, I wasn't yeah. even engaged in that point. So it was quite interesting uh, to see, oh, yeah, some of those hopes, they did happen. That's what I was thinking about in that moment. Yeah. And you were, uh, I suppose, to maybe tie in something else, it, feel free to deny me on this one, but <laughs> another concept we have talked about before and we sometimes, well, we may well get an episode to do, is a, the idea of a word for the year. Mm. And you sent me an insight that you'd got from that a couple of days ago mm-hmm. about your particular word for last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know whether that came in the writing of the letter or anything. but No, they uh, didn't, actually. But had, it was a okay. good insight. Um, but, and, and that insight, for those of you listening, has, has teamed me up. My word for 2022 was connect. And I realised that that might look like different things, connecting with people, connecting with Charlotte, my wife. But but I, I think the the thing that really spans it together was this idea that it, it, that year ended up connecting me from one life stage to the next. Mm. And, and that being quite significant. And I'll probably always remember now 2022 as connectors, that year that spanned those two stages of life, really. Yeah. But I, I suppose what's... If you go on to... YouTube uh, or Google and you type in write a letter to my my future self you're going to get quite a lot of different videos ideas prompts things like that so if you're going to do it feel free use the prompts that you're interested in yeah try experiment probably I'm better at writing letters to my future self now than I was then because I think about it slightly differently maybe Hmm. and and maybe I give myself a little bit more grace, a little bit more time. And and we'll probably come into why writing a letter to future self is helpful. And I think one of the reasons is the first prompt that I think is a really good one is, where are you right now? Yeah. Capture the moment that you're in right now. What are you thinking about? What are you dreaming about? What have you been doing? How is your life? What are you hoping for? And yeah. But but before you get really to the what are you hoping for, but really think, where are you now? Yep. What about, what do you think about that, Matt? No, I like that, and because <laughs> I think so often, and the, you sent me a video to watch, which was someone had put together a compilation. They'd asked a hundred teenagers, you know, uh, from the states to write these letters to their future self you know, or you know 13 14 or 15 17 mm. years old and much of what they're writing certainly what they captured in the video was all of these future hopes future fears the future dreams the aspiration yeah. so it can very quickly become a a list of hopes and dreams or fears or advice you know you should be like this or i hope this has happened because of you know i hope you're less mean or whatever um but I think there's that, that beauty of going, well, in the future, if I do in fact receive this, when I re- read this, it would be nice to be able to remember, oh, this is how I, where I was. Mm. Not just like physically where, you know, <laughs> but emotionally, relationally, to capture that moment. In, in a sense, it's, it's like all we can ever do, start where you are. Mm. But I think it's just take a look around and really appreciate it for what it is, the good, the bad, the hard, the the, the pleasant, and and capture some of that essence for the future self. Yeah, and I, I that's why I really like it, because if you capture where you are right now, 
it does a lot of things. And that, that's why I, I would try and start my letters to my future self with that, because mm. it's a snapshot. It's where I am right now, which then becomes a time capsule. Yeah. And it, you send that into the future and you're like, oh, that's where I was. Yeah. And it allows you to then, hopefully, in one year's time, you're going to see, oh, I'm not there anymore. I've achieved so much. You talked about that video, and I think the top comment when I looked there was like, oh, I'd done this when I was 16, and I looked back years later, and it was remarkable how many of the fears and anxieties that I had then just aren't important anymore. Yeah. And that's a great insight that if you look, if you capture where you are right now, all of those things, and in a year's time, you might go, oh, I've come so far. I yeah. can really, you've captured that moment. Yeah. It's that idea, I think it's a coaching thing or maybe it's a quote, but it's like, maybe it's a James Clear thing even. We overestimate what we can do in a day and underestimate what we can do in a year. Sure. And, yeah. even, and even when we're dreaming and hoping for the future, we, we actually can probably do more in a year than we expect. Absolutely. Even in our hopes that we might write down in our letter. Yeah. And so I like, I like that first prompt. And in a sense, you could, think of yourself as how would you write a letter to a friend who is traveling around the world or if you were traveling how would you write a letter to someone who's back home here's where i am instead of thinking of it in terms of a physical place think of it in terms of your traveling through time you mm. know and they are no longer where you are and so they need to know how what's what it looks like yeah and i think this is really valuable as well because uh, we often rewrite our past based on what we know now yes so we we look to our past we're like well yeah i always knew that but did we yeah yeah did we really know that or are we just trying to cover that up or oh well i should have known better maybe and sometimes we use it to build our ego sometimes we use it to deflate ourselves either way i think capturing that moment of what we were thinking feeling experiencing allows us to remain humble and not rewrite our past <laughs> because it's so easy to. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I, you've just reminded me of uh, a study that they did. Uh, I think it was based around the the tragedy that happened on 9-11. Right. And they basically, uh, they got a load of people to just kind of recount what, what that day was like. And to record it down, I think they either recorded it visually or they they had them write down what what they were doing when they found out. Because mm. basically, it's that common thing of everybody knows what they were doing on that day. So they got them to do it within a fairly short time span of it happening, and then every a couple of years later or a, a certain time later, they got them to do it again, mm. and they compared the accounts. And then I think they did it another time, and people remembered things differently. And even when they showed them the original entry that they had said, people swore, "No, that that's not what that's not what I was doing. That's not you know, that's not I didn't write that and those sort of things." And it's this idea of when we remember things in the past, we don't always. It's it's not just like you're recalling up a video and you just watch it and then you put it back in the memory archives. It's editable, mm. and depending on what's going on now, we interpret those things differently. We in, different emotions get pulled in or pulled out and and so there is an aspect of if you don't write stuff down you might actually lose the the clarity as what you were feeling then and yeah. what you and it's not necessarily a case of it's wrong to, you, to to reinterpret those things 
It's just that's what we do. And so to what the, the idea of in the moment of something happening, we think to ourselves, this will stay with me clear forever. It's so clear because it's right before our eyes. But within a few short years, it's fuzzy or other memories have got confused in and added in. Mm. Anyone that's gone to, you know, if you had a, a holiday home or a, a regular thing that you went to every year, we all know that those all get blended together mm. and people's timelines get all confused. Mm. You know, was it that year or was it that year that this happened? Yeah. Well, I think it was actually in a completely different place. Yeah. Was it? Oh, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. And that's, that's why it's interesting because I think I've heard some secondhand about that sort of idea that exactly the story you were telling there, the study of write down what happened in 9-11 and then years later they come back to it and it's not the same and they don't agree with what they used to say there's yeah. like a lack of yeah well i can't possibly be wrong in my present and that's why it's interesting because i think if we do capture those moments of we can then have the opportunity of humility of like oh i didn't actually know this then yeah or oh i see what i've learned now and and that's why it's really valuable yeah and this idea of a, a time capsule it's not like writing a letter to your future self is not quite the same as writing a diary no but it is still if you write if you start with the where am i now and what am i hoping it is a snapshot yeah it's a snapshot of your thinking of yourself i mean the one of the most famous diaries ever the diary of anne frank has sold 30 million copies it's written wow. in 70 different <laughs> languages why is that well partly it is because it's that snapshot of this person's experience in this moment M- many people know the the whole World War Two story, mm. the ma- the massive picture, but this is a moment in that this person's diary of the inner world and experience of this young girl. That's what you have an opportunity to give yourself, wow. that snapshot of that moment and that day. And then, what are you hoping for? What are you dreaming for? What is a question that you wish your future self has to answer? You know, throw a few questions in there. It can be really valuable. Yeah. Love that. Are there any other prompts that you specifically found helpful or like to use? Or I think maybe forwards? those are the two main ones. Where are you now? What are you hoping for? Yeah. Maybe a bit of advice. Again, you know, if you're a Christian, you might think, hey, what's a verse or a Bible story that can encourage me at this moment? Um, but yeah, it's again, it's up to you how you do this and how you experiment with it. But it can be really valuable. As, as you said, I've got a few that i've done digitally that mm. i've sent out i don't know when they're coming back to me it's a bit mysterious but the <laughs> one i did receive this year uh, as an email on the, on the first of january i wrote it out on the paper right because i wanted it for posterity for for me to think back maybe in 10 years i'll reread that one again and go huh that's where i was to that frame and that time and that just gives you a moment to capture and go do you know what it was okay yeah, that was an interesting year. Yeah, I'm glad I caught the beginning of it and yeah. and the reflection through it. Which, it, if it's just an email, I'm probably not going to print it off for sure. And you've told me actually a really good idea uh, for a mechanism for keeping hold of the track of where that physical paper copy is. For you, you using your sort of quarterly journal. So yep. you have four of these that you fill out each year. Mm-hmm. So you're just going to paste it in, I think, the end yep. of one of them or whatever. So take it at the front of the book. But for those of you who have bitten the journaling bug and have got one of those five-year journals, for example, write yourself a letter and then stick it in the front cover mm. on day one, January, mm. because in a year's time, you'll come back to that page. And then mm. you'll go, oh, here, here's that letter. Here it is. 
So try that for size. And if you do the online one, go for it. It's yeah. really, most people type quicker than they write as well, so it's quite useful. You can choose exactly when, how, where you're going to receive it. You can even include pictures. If you do it on paper with the old-fashioned pen and paper, <clears throat> probably write a reminder on your phone. Yeah. Not only when, but where you put it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, by the way, David, I put this here. Go find it. Yeah. Rather than just... Keep it with your passport. <laughs> yeah, or, or wherever <laughs> you want to. But we found this really useful. I think I would encourage you. It doesn't matter that it's not the first of the year or your birthday. No. Spend some time capturing. Because just writing, it doesn't even have to be for your future self. Just writing is a powerful experience. But writing where I am right now and what yeah. I'm hoping for in the future, I think are just yeah. really good places to start with this activity. Absolutely. And I really like that. And I think it's one of those things as well. A year seems to be like a good starting space when you're you know having starting out on this practice you can also have fun with it play around with it you could try well what does a three-month letter to my future self look like that might look a little bit more directed and goals focused but what does a five-year or a ten-year one look like that might look a little bit more you know into the far into the future character and life stages and mm. dreaming a little bit bigger so yeah i hope you're becoming this sort of person or i hope you are this yeah. and it looks like this and, and of course it has two payoffs because it has the payoff when you write it and you're starting to think about these things which might indeed be the genesis of certain life changes the seeds being planted mm. and then when you get to read it you get to look back and go oh this is what i was thinking then and this is how it's turned out it might be similar it might be different mm. but you'll get to the chance to reflect and and put things into place mm. and we gave people in the room on that New Year's celebration yeah. about 15 minutes. Maybe it's not long enough. Maybe you need a little bit longer, but don't build it up into a huge thing. No. <laughs> I think just go with it. It doesn't need to just, be perfect yeah, grammar. Give yourself 15 minutes to get started. I'll be um, honest. I, f I found a couple of spelling mistakes in my email. Of course. But it didn't matter because... Nobody's marking it. Nobody's marking it. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well. Dear yeah. future selves. Dear future selves enjoy this episode yeah there we are right thank you for joining us and we'll see you guys next week ciao ciao